one more. Hey guys, welcome to the kids table. Uh, this week we are going to have a film episode that we do release. Um, we watched The Page Master a while back and that's gonna be the episode that comes out. But because we recorded it like three months ago, um, and also we were a little drunk. Yeah, Kendra basically wants to do a caveat uh, sort of bump like pad before releasing. <laughs> so that people aren't disappointed by the nosedive and sound quality, and then also, uh, yeah. The nosedive and inebriation. The nosedive and being able to use our words and form thoughts because we got drunk on some, like, pretty nasty w wine. I think I bought really bad vodka over. Yeah, and some sort of, like, paint thinner style vodka, so. Yeah, so it's coming out. Um, I've been withholding it for a really long time. Matt doesn't think it's as bad as I think it is. Um... It's not really bad, and I'm glad that you guys got to meet our guest from that episode um, in a better light. We we recorded that episode uh, with Jake, who was on our Meteor Man episode, um, and we did it in his apartment, which was also, I think, part of the sound issue that we had. Yeah, anyway, we don't need to dwell on it. I think Jake got his um, his debut in a, in a more proper way with... Meteor Man, but yeah. he's still great, and I personally think the episode's really funny. I think the Page Master's a really, like, silly, bad movie, and, uh... Yeah, I think, I think you guys are gonna have fun listening to it, and it's coming, uh, tomorrow. I will drop that. Um, in the meantime, we just, like, wanted to take a few seconds, just say, like, thanks for listening, um, and just remind you guys, like, some of the shit that we're up to, um... Once again, I'm Kendra. That took a while. Uh, yeah, I'm Matt. <laughs> um, we are two people who are not actually of, like, much importance or significance. No. We just enjoy 1990s kids' movies. Oh, God. We're so not significant in the media <laughs> landscape and in the human race. Oh, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go that far. Like, I think we're kind of important. Ugh. I don't know. Um, anyway, I mean, it's just a good time to remind you guys that, uh, Matt draws a really cool comic. Yep, um, I do a webcomic, uh, you can go to, uh, trickscomic, no spaces, uh, dot tumblr dot com. Uh, yeah, it's hand-drawn, it's fun for me, if you like it, please check it out. It's fun for me too, I like it a lot, Matt's very talented, and his art is artful. Thanks, man problem um you can also see matt i'm just gonna keep promoting him and uh <laughs> he's like turning red and like rubbing his hand I against don't... his forehead and just looks real uncomfortable right now uh, yeah but he doesn't he does some um writing uh youtube videos and do you do you want to talk about those i mean pat my friend pat willems who's also been on the show has a youtube channel patrick h willems uh yes that I participate in as part of like a joint venture. Um, so you can see my face and my shitty acting chops and some writing credits on that. Yeah, he's written some funny stuff and some really, if you like a lot of barf, um, mm. if you want to see Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I will actually plug that. Check out, I, <laughs> I, I, have, a, I have a legit non-funny reaction video just my sincere reaction to the movie Collateral Beauty. Um, <laughs> and so if you like that, let me know, and, I, and we can do some more of those. Yeah, if you like Barf, uh, write to us. Um, and then, yeah, so that's all Matt's stuff, though I'm sure he does more cool things that he's just not telling us. It's not for, yeah, it's for my friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> okay. Um, and I'm Kendra, uh, Kendra James, and I also do things. Sometimes I'm uh, in those YouTube videos that mm -hmm. Matt just mentioned. And then other than that, I'm like a writer sort of kind of person. Um, I do a lot of writing on Cosmo and Elle. Um, I do some writing for Lenny Letter, which is Lena Dunham's newsletter. Um, and in April, you can find me doing the monthly reading series, Bad Advice from Bad Women, um, at The Green Light in Brooklyn. So that's April 20th, uh, a reading, Bad Advice from Bad Women. And I don't actually know what I'm reading. Um, I'm guessing it will probably be about boarding school because that's most of what I read uh, when I do these. So that's a thing. Um, yeah, other than that, just like check out stuff that I've written. And you can find me on Twitter at Kendra James underscore. And you can find Matt on Twitter too. Matt took a deep dive into Twitter this week. I, I started an account in 2012. I didn't touch it until this year 2017 uh i spent about a week sporadically tweeting and then and now i realize why i didn't do it it's uh i'll do it i'll do it really occasionally but if, if you think twitter is going to be some way to like get in touch with me or follow my goings on i don't do very much and i will tweet even less okay that's matt's life's philosophy is just don't look at me uh, just don't fucking look at me don't be online it just it just mostly like exacerbates mental illness and it there's just yeah I, oh my god okay but anyway we're on an online platform so i don't really know what i'm talking <laughs> about uh it's also fine i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about it's fine okay so um basically yeah thanks for we just wanted to say like thanks for listening if you're here because you are one of the people who started following me after the article I wrote in Cosmo this week, welcome. I hope you stick around. You're not going to hear anything close to that um, on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, actually, almost, I guess the Meteor Man episode, maybe. Yeah. There's some racial politics in that one. If you want to hear more about uh, Kendra's sincere desire for white genocide, just, <laughs> just keep an ear down on Cosmo uh, and just, you know, keep track of that. Yeah, the, um, the white nationalists who found their way to my Twitter this week really, really liked the art that we use for the kids' table, which is a picture that I just happened to take of me in that one day when we were on a video shoot with Matt and Chains. And, uh, that's well, really us, actually, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> while that's a joke, uh, if anyone thinks that I am actually in trouble, please help me and uh, help. You can um, direct all your help. You can direct your help towards the email address kidstablepod at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at kidstablepod. Um, that's at kidstablepod. And so this is... And there's no apostrophe in any of these. I feel like no we have to keep mentioning that because I would be confused. Yeah, sorry. No apostrophe because you can't put those in handles. Yeah. At all. Um, but so our email address, which again is kidstablepod at gmail.com. This is totally my fault. I missed an email that someone sent us. Um, it is a friend of the show. He says that he listens every week, which we're so thankful for. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, and he sent us an email back in February. I totally missed it. I apologize because we actually do like want to be able to have a back and forth dialogue, I would say, with our listeners. Matt, do you agree? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I absolutely welcome feedback. Um, yeah. You know, also, this is the first email. And, yeah, on, and only emails. <laughs> We aren't popular, so like we, we sort of maybe slipped in our uh, in our you know regiment of checking the email because we might just not have thought we would be getting anything anytime soon. Well, that okay, so that's part of it. But also the other issue is that like I usually like I'll check on Twitter, and I'm bad at remembering to only advertise through the kids table Twitter handle. Yeah. And so most of the feedback that we have gotten, I've gotten through Twitter, and it's usually directed at my personal account, which is fine. It just means that I forget sometimes that we have an email. But anyway, we want to uh, read and address this email that we got from Will Price. Yes, thank you, William Price. Uh, and we we have have received the email and we are about to address the points you make They're good now. points, they're good points. Which are good points, it was yep. eye-opening for sure. Um, and this was about our uh, Parent Trap episode, which we did a few episodes back, and we had a guest on Ashley Fetters yeah. from GQ. Yeah. Um, and you guys both said you went to camp, and you still were also we this world. Uh, sort of disbelieving that this was something that happened normally. Yeah. Um, Which is? Yeah. Uh, kids going to summer camp, either crossing oceans to go to summer camp, or crossing the country, the country to go to summer camp. Yes. And we have been informed by Will Price that this is very common. Very common. Very in caps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, I don't know. I guess we should just go bullet by bullet. Yes. To give him his full due. Totally. Um, he said he was a camper uh, at camp uh, in North Hero, Vermont, and he went there for six years, was a counselor for three, and then a manager for one, which I guess is just someone who bosses around counselors. That sounds about right. Um, so he knows his camp stuff, I suppose. Um, anyway, and he said about five to 10% of, of the campers were international, um, at North Hero anyway. And, uh, he does say that most of the international campers were from Quebec, <laughs> which it's like saying campers in New York were like from New Jersey or something. Like it's, it's it, a little less to our point. It still requires a passport. So I would I would knock that down to the five percent of people that are relevant to our situation, maybe. Um, namely, he said people from like South America, Europe, China, Southeast Asia, and stuff. I will say with the China point, I can understand that if I think about uh, sleepaway camp, like a boarding school. Like I went to boarding school, and we had about ten percent international students. I would say, and most of them were from China and Korea. Right, because as Will points out. And I think this is probably the biggest driver in the phenomenon of international campers going to, like, North American camps. It's a language immersion thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so people who want to become fluent in English come. That makes a lot of sense to me. It also gets rid of your kid for yeah. those parents because, you know, that's the same everywhere in the world probably. It's also, like, a really good way to pick up, like, slang and colloquialism. You know what I mean? Like, the stuff that you're not going to learn in your ESL class maybe in Korea. Yeah, and again... I feel like not to be gross, but like the sort of like uh, the, the sort of like sexual sexual bounds that are broken in camp. The like weird stories about like not like you know sex sex, but like even just like making out and mm -hmm. like having crushes and all that kind of stuff. So like you can. Oh, is that something you think that parents are sending like wanting their kids to experience? Not wanting to, but maybe unspokenly. You know, okay. all it's right. just like just like you know, I don't know. 
Okay, that's fine. That's fine. And if you're foreign, I feel like it's like you can clean up extra extra good. Well, with accents, yeah. it depends which accent. Which accent, yeah. Yeah. And then and then that's problematic in and of itself. It is. But I think we can all admit that it would have depended which accent. The second point was that uh, that it's just like legacy kids, which were part of that probably former category of kids that went for fluency reasons. Well, no, legacy means that like it's the um, the kids of parents who had gone to that camp. And oh so yeah, like, right. They live in a different state or country. And then they just, like, have fond memories, so they're like, you'll do what I did. Yeah, as yeah. in why I went to boarding school. Right. <laughs> that has, that smacks of a little bit of, like, condemning your kids to do something. Uh, well, no, it's all about, like, upholding a legacy, literally. I know. That 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 language always is, reads as oppressive to me, even if the kids maybe love it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Will's next point. Okay, this one's a little longer, so I, I kind of forget what the, like... Just read it. On a related note, many U.S. camps staff partially comes from Camp Leaders, which is an international program for people to basically get a free trip to a different country for a summer. But you work at a camp there to pay for your travel costs and obtain an extended visa. Uh, so what happens is somebody's cousin or uncle works at the camp one summer, then sends their nephews or younger cousins as campers. I guess I've seen, I guess I've heard of this as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, also like resort towns and stuff have a fair contingent of like international students or, or, or just like younger people staffed in like the service industry and stuff so they can like hang out at a beach yeah. on their off hours. Oh my God. When I was younger, I desperately wanted to work at Club Med. Like I thought I was going to grow up to be a Club Med camp counselor. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I, was, I wanted to be a trapeze instructor at Club Med. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, not really judging me right now. Well, I, I'm, you know, um, fine. like I went to Montauk and that's oh, like yeah, a yeah. resort beach town. And I did notice a ton of people that were like working in the like stores where you buy shitty disposable flip flops and like mm-hmm. flotation devices and stuff were like Irish and Scottish. Oh man, I bet you they clean up. That's what I'm saying, man. That's yeah. what I mean. But that's more like, that's not like kids sleepaway camp. That's like. Those are like okay. that's that's like a twenty something. Yeah, that's like eighteen to, to twenty seven year olds coming to like just chill and have fun in America. Have um, sex in America. Fifle goes west. Uh, <laughs> we gotta watch that one. Family, yeah, family friends that live in a different state or country send their children to camp with, together while they all go on a banging two week vacation where they can drink and smoke weed all they want without having to worry. Okay, so. That's the sort of abdication of parental responsibility uh, uh, motivation that you're talking about. and uh, So what Will is trying to say is that parents will just send their kids away for like three weeks and then go to Amsterdam and like right. party. But I don't know if that, I, I don't know how much of that results in what we were sort of talking about. Like a mass amount of, yeah. of so international I'm kids. a little skeptical of that as I just, I know that parents love getting rid of their kids, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know if they'll send them 3,000 miles so that they can also have a vacation. I don't know. I don't know. The wealthier. Well, all of this the feels. The so weird. All of this feels also like, I mean, I guess he addresses it, but all of this, like we were saying, feels like it's part of uh, a certain class. Oh, definitely. Of yes. parent. Yeah, totally. And, and that, cl- since that class is, is uh, you know, is in the upper percentile of earnings, they are just sort of statistically 
the the like smaller contingent of any camp Mm -hmm. so it's still going to be small like Mm -hmm. it's still like this is all based on your ability to throw money away on plane tickets and cost of living and go on vacation yourself and all this stuff so i still feel like those numbers are are small i don't are we trying to argue that this is common or just that it's because he's no i think that in this in in this echelon of summer camps, like the ones that we were seeing in the Parent Trap, okay. this is probably a thing that is common at those summer camps. And think there's probably only like what twenty of those summer camps. You know what I mean? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's common in a small, small world. Okay, within a minority of camps, there is a well, not the minority of camps, like just within this very small world of expensive crazy fun summer camps but that's what i mean yeah okay. like of all camps in existence in the in the united states right a small uh, uh, a minority of those are upper echelon fancy pants camps mm-hmm. and within those camps there is a five to ten i don't know where he's getting this number percent uh well you that's just admissions like you keep those ah, numbers okay yeah i'm sure well he must know he was a manager yeah so he probably tracked that stuff uh are people from the far away within in-country or out-of-country. Mm-hmm. Out I feel like it's actually, now that he's like laying it out to me and saying that it's common, I think it's just easier for me to understand just because I've worked in independent schools and been in independent schools since like the age of 13. So I've just, now that he's saying that it basically works the same way as it, uh-huh. as like right. the student body of an independent school, yeah. I get it. If we're in the rarefied realm of like a certain tax bracket, right? I no. understand. Yeah, totally. Okay. But, but I don't I, know if we were saying anything different in the episode. I'm just defending us a little bit. Okay, okay, right. And I mean... Like, Hallie and, 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 and what's her... Annie? Annie, yeah. Uh, and Annie. I mean, th- they're both those people. They're right. both twins from... They're crazy, horribly derelict human being parents. <laughs> but those parents are, are, are rich as shit. Yeah. And, and that's what we're, we were saying. Yeah so, in, yeah, so in their world, this is common. Yes. Okay. If you can say that 5% is common. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, I'm just, I totally, I understand where both of you are coming from. Yeah, this isn't, it. this is just a little pushback. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, and then the last point is also a little more far afield. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's doing, the, the email is in front of Matt, so I don't know what's coming. <laughs> no, I'm just, people yeah. from the South send their kids to Northeast camps because the South sucks in the summer. I believe you. Yeah. I know because I live in Texas now, and the only thing worse than knowing Ted Cruz is one of my congressional legislators, damn, uh, (laughs) is not wanting to be, he looks like a fucking goblin with each passing year. He looks Uh, like the fucking, yeah, anyway, keep going. (laughs) uh, Is not wanting to be outside uh, for the 4th of July. Um, Yeah, I mean, if you're escaping weather. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Like, if you're wealthy and living in the South and you can send your kid to a New England summer camp, why not? Yeah. Do it. All right. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's it. He just said he wanted to defend Disney. <laughs> Disney needs a lot of defending yeah. as a multi-billion-dollar conglomerate. Well, <laughs> uh, hey, they're taking it on the nose this week with uh, Gay LeFou in Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, yeah, Which yeah. We're gonna just we we are by the way we will be doing Beauty and the Beast soon, so it's coming. Uh, um, yeah. But thank you, Will, for taking the time to like write to us. We really appreciated it. And I'm so sorry that we didn't get to it sooner. But I think you got a pretty exhaustive full treatment on this one. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Hopefully that was nice. I'm just, 
I hope it was a nice mixture of, of, of non-combative criticism meets agreement. I mean, I mostly, now that I'm thinking about it in terms of rich people at private school, I get it. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, Kendra having been of their ilk and also working amongst them. Not of their ilk, just amongst them. All right. Well, Never of their ilk. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? No. You, uh, I will continue to bring this up, but you rode horses and went to private school. That doesn't mean anything. I don't mean you are like the, okay. <laughs> I just mean you, you, it was like, that's like your immer- culture immersion. Yes. Well, financial aid exists. Not everyone is paying $45,000 to go to these schools. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah. So, this week, um, just again, to remind you, we will be releasing the Page Master tomorrow. Yes, look forward to it. It's fun. You can listen to us, like, slur <laughs> our way <laughs> and, and talk and talk for the same amount of time as the movie takes to play in full, talk <laughs> about the movie. <laughs> we were so drunk. <laughs> And it, well, it's funny. It just gets worse. It's funny. Kendra, yeah, it's, it's really funny. I just, I don't like people to see me like that. No one's seeing you. They're just hearing you. Yikes. Okay. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening once again. Um, oh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. That helps us. Yes. Um, it only takes like five seconds. Just hit that little five star button, please. That would be, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks. Um, and if, again, if you'd like to write to us, you can do that at kidstablepod at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at kidstablepod. Um, movies coming up, other than The Page Master, are Beauty and the Beast and Super Mario Brothers. So if you want to watch those ahead of time, um, you can be... <laughs> There's your assignment. Yeah, fully immersed in the discussion once we get to them. And um, yeah, that's it. So thanks so much. And Oh, is, uh, hold yeah. on. I have one more. And, and Will, sorry. I know you were maybe wondering... We will be doing Jungle to Jungle. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, at some point. We don't know when. Um, the flying you to New York, or you will fly to New York, you said. Um, maybe we don't have to go that far, but if, <laughs> if you do email us like you've done now and see that we will deliver, if you do email us your thoughts ahead of time, um, we, if, they're, if, they're, if they're good, we'll discuss some points. We'll discuss some of the points you raise if you'd like to. Yeah, and also the same goes for anyone. If you have a 90s movie that is your favorite movie and you're waiting for us to discuss it, feel free to either write in to request movies that we do or write in just with some points that you'd like us to set aside for once we do get to those movies. Um, Just remember, it's 90s kids movies only. Um, Generally G and PG rated, though there will be some PG-13 and have been some PG-13 there have been exceptions already. Super Mario Brothers, I don't know where that lands, actually. Oh. Well, basically, if it's a superhero or franchise movie, you can kind of assume that we will do it because it was essentially aimed at kids. If it had a Happy Meal toy in mm. the 90s, we will do it. Yes. There you go. That's a great metric. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get to Batman and Robin eventually is what we're saying. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.